Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome to the show. There's a few days in life you just remember. Mm. You know, maybe the day you got married. Sure. The day your first child was born. And the day you got your hands... On some adult heelies. Yeah. Well, the shoe with a wheel in the heel. They say that those are the big three days mm-hmm. of anyone's life. Yeah. Marriage, kids, and the day that you stop walking and start healing. Yeah. And, you know, that's what they say when people reflect on their lives. Maybe yeah. they're on their deathbed. They always say, I should have healed more. Actually, can I just say, Zach, when I am lying dressed up in my coffin dead one day, I want to be wearing my heelies. Yeah. That's my dream. Well, we're going to tilt the coffin up on an <laughs> angle. <laughs> <laughs> Healy you he- out. Healy me. Instead of being carried out, I want to heal you out of the, the church. We <laughs> uh, we have been promised sure. that a box full of Healy's. Adult Healy's. Would be delivered today. Yep. They should have finally arrived. Before midnight tonight, yeah. we will have the result of whether or not we have adult Healy's and whether or not they are as great as we hope they are. Well, this is tremendously exciting for the whole world, I think, Zach, because we didn't even know a few weeks ago that adult Healy's existed. We thought they were the shoe just for kids. That's right. If we have these and they work and they're as amazing as we think, this becomes a viable footwear option for the whole world of adults. 100%. This is an an enormous game changer. Public transport will change forever. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. It's time for... What did Zach splash? If you were in your office at midnight, there was no bosses around, none of your Mm. superiors, would you smash something maybe off your boss's desk? Of course you would. Well, that's what we're doing in What Did Zach Splat. Yeah. I'm about to throw an office item off the balcony. If you can tell what that item is by the sound of it hitting the pavement, mm. you are the winner of What Did Zach Splat. 13-10-60 if you would like to play. Now, as a bit of a catch-up, Zach, what did you splat last week? Last week, I splatted a one-kilogram mm. can of... Of Nescafe, a blend 43. Yeah, beautifully done as well. Uh, it was a great sort of clang that that made hitting the asphalt of the radio station car park. Are you good to go with tonight's splash? Tonight's uh, object yep. is a lot heavier. Okay. And also, if the boss was here, I would get in a lot more trouble <laughs> yep. than the coffee can. Well, thankfully, no one's around the station this time of night. Uh, what we'll do, are you just about ready for the drop there? Is the microphone at the drop site all uh, set up? There's a microphone at the drop site. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to need a count in, Dom, because this okay. is quite heavy, so I'm going to have sure. to get myself ready for it. All right. Can you count down from five? Sure. Listen closely to the sound you're about to hear and ask yourself what is being split. Here we go, Zach. Five, four, three, two, one. Geronimo! Holy crap. What did Zach splat? Give us a call on 131060 if you can figure out what that sound just was. That was a, that was a pretty intimidating sound, Zach. Do you have um, any guesses, Dom? I don't know if you know what the item is. You didn't see us putting it on the balcony, did you? Uh, no, I didn't see anything go out there. Producer Michael has yeah. run the item back up. Would you? I can throw it off again. Would you like to hear it again? Uh, I, I'm happy to have another splat. I mean, this is definitely, can you just confirm what you're throwing off is definitely safe. Safe for who? What do you mean? Well, like, no one's going to be injured by this. Oh, if you're in the car park, you'd definitely get injured. Okay, yeah. here we go. Let's have another splat. Three, two, one. Geronimo! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that sounded right, worse. you heard a bit of metal there. <laughs> There's a bit of a clue. 13, 10, 60. <laughs> what? Dude, Zach, splat. Are we going to get fired for what you've just done? It's possible. <laughs> okay.
People would have been fired for less than this before. <laughs> okay. Give us a call if you think you know what sacks just thrown off the balcony. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Do you like riddles? Well, you'll love this. It's time for... What did Zach splash? If you were in the office after hours, maybe it's midnight. Like, hey, right now. Mm. And if no bosses were around, none of your superiors, would you smash something? That's how you play What Did Zach Splat? I'm about to smash something from the office, throw it off the balcony, onto the car park below. If you can tell by the sound of it hitting the road what the item is, you win What Did Zach Splat? Okay, let's have a reminder of that sound, Zach. You ready to throw it off the balcony again? This is now the third time it's going over. Here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, that's sounding worse each time. It is getting uh, worse and worse condition, yep. certainly. All right, well, we have uh, a few contestants here, Zach. We'll start with Adam on 131060, guessing what that noise was. Adam, what do you think Zach threw over the balcony? Uh, I reckon he threw the drawer of a metal filing cabinet. A drawer of a metal filing Ooh, cabinet. That's a really good guess. Yep. But no, I do not have keys to the filing cabinet. They don't <laughs> give us access to those. Uh, Robert is in Bendigo. Uh, what do you reckon Zach threw off the balcony, Robert? Oh, I did initially think a watermelon, so I'll have to stick to it. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit more metallic than a watermelon. <laughs> I think Robert was uh, was doubting his own guess there towards the end. We also, have, but yeah. I would say we're probably, we, we if you threw this over the balcony during the daytime, you'd get fired. And I think they would <laughs> let you go with a watermelon. It'd be like a yeah. warning situation. Well, we have three more contestants here. Zach Madison on 131060. What do you think? Zach Splat. A microwave. It's not a microwave, Madison. Oh, I can see why Madison thought that, though. There was a metallic clang. I wouldn't do that to the people of the office. If they can't heat up their pizza pockets at lunchtime, there'll be mutiny. (laughs) Uh, We've got Mark in Geelong, second last contestant tonight. Mark, what do you reckon, Zach Splat? Um, I have to speculate. I think it's a toaster. Uh, Also from the kitchen, Zach? It's not a toaster, sorry to say. It's, It's a larger item, quite considerably larger, actually. Well, what we do here, Zach, is we have one more contestant. We have Callum in Shepparton to uh, the last chance to guess what Zach splat tonight. Callum, what do you reckon I splat? An office chair. Callum, oh my goodness. That is what Zach splat! Congratulations! Wow. Callum, what gave it away? Um, I don't know. It just sounded like one. Wow. How do you know the sound of what an office chair sounds like being thrown out of a second-story window, Callum? What have you been doing at your workplace? Ladies and gentlemen, that's how you play What Did Zach Splat? Congratulations, Callum. You figured out what's flat this week. Tune in next week for bigger and more dangerous items. Uh, Can I ask, Zach, is that chair still usable? No. (laughs) It has no legs. The seat has fallen off. It is definitely a hazard. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. It's always good news, um, Zach, when a long-running investigation is able to be closed. When uh, we're we're able to get answers on, you know, some of the big cases that have plagued people for years. And and today's one of those days uh, when a Perth, uh, former Perth student, has returned some stolen stickers to the primary school he stole them from 28 years ago um, in... In 1991. So he stole some stickers 30 yep. years ago. Yeah. He's returned them in working order? Uh, yep, yeah, the stickers. In fact, it looks like it's still a full sheet of stickers. He didn't use one sticker. 
Uh, they're a bit. They're, look, they're a bit grayer over the yeah. years. The colours faded a little bit. Well, it looks like his um, lifestyle finally caught up with him. It's a guy called Ed. No, sorry, Ed is the principal who received these stickers back in the mail. Um, but the, the student who returned them apparently said, "I remember one day we had a relief teacher." And a few of my friends, uh, we decided to take some stickers from the storeroom behind us. It had been on his conscience for the past nearly 30 years. Yeah, and he, he decided, and I, I guess, I guess uh, you know, it would get to you. It would eat away at you. I am aware of his story. I have been yeah. keeping up with it. Uh, it's the subject of a true crime podcast I've been listening to. <laughs> right. And yeah. uh, 10 part... <laughs> One-hour episodes, and they've added him. They've gone really intense. Yeah, and it would have been, it would have been, you know, because I guess every day he probably waited for the call. He waited to see yeah. the cops at the front door. Yeah, you know, wake up one day and they'd say, "Where are the stickers?" Yeah, <laughs> and he'd say, "It's over, the lifestyle's over." But yeah. look, it, it, I imagine this is, in fact, the guy has said it's a, it's a big weight off his shoulders to finally come clean on yeah. this. And he I, probably, maybe, he was rewarded for it, and maybe got a sticker. <laughs> That would be a nice end to the story. And he just came it? out even. Well, what we want to do on 131060 is provide an amnesty, a bit of an open space for other people to get the healing and the freedom that this man from Perth has had. Yeah. Did you have a, a minor theft occur when you were at school? A childhood but, theft. But we're particularly thinking younger years, yeah. I think, on this occasion. Because I think if we can come together now, Zach, we can we can have an amnesty space where people can finally admit to their crime and get it off their conscience. When I was five or six... Mm. I attempted to steal some lollies from the shop. I'm not even sure if I knew what stealing was. Yeah. I just saw them in front of me. You know how they're at eye level for kids? <laughs> sure. And I was like, I'm taking the juice. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? Yeah. Right. And then I was walking out and my mum found them mm. and I was petrified. She said, you have to go and talk to the person at the front of the store and give them back. And there was a lady standing at the front of the store. It was like Coles or Franklin's or something like that. Yeah. And the lady at the front of the store was like, oh, Okay. Um, well, I guess he's learned his lesson. <laughs> and I was like, I was like so scared after that. Remember, this was around the time that the TV show Australia's Most Wanted was on. Right. Okay. And I would never watch it because I thought I'd be on it. <laughs> I was so scared of watching it because I thought like it would go like bank robber, sure. someone who was holding up a 7-Eleven yeah. and then a five-year-old stealing some tubes <laughs> from the supermarket. <laughs> and I was trying to get my family not to watch it either. <laughs> I'm like, no, no one watch it. <laughs> well, look, you know, Zach, I think we can uh, we can pardon you for your crimes. All the easy is on. Um, I would love to get the security footage of that, though, <laughs> from back then. But look, 131060, has uh, this happened in your past? Maybe it was you stole some jubes. Maybe it was something you took from the school. Was there a minor theft in your childhood that you'd like to finally own up to, finally say, that was me? Zoe in Hobart. Zoe, what did you steal? I stole some yowies out of the chocolates out of a kid's pocket in grade one while we were sitting on the mat. Mm. Right, so you're sitting on the mat, a yowie's falling out of this person's pocket, and you're like, I could take that. He had so many. I thought I needed some of those. I had none. <laughs> okay, how many oh, did you take? a bit of a Robin Hood situation, <laughs> Zoe. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, there, was, there was two, and I still have them. It's been 15 years. Oh, are these the toys that were in yowies, were they? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I was toys, wondering yeah. how you fit so many yaois in the pocket, but this sure. is after the chocolate. It's the toys. Yeah, yep. Right, okay. Yep. And has it been weighing on your conscience all these years, Zoe? Yeah, so they brought out the yaois again, and I, I think about it every time I see a yaoi now. <laughs> okay, well, we can give you good news, Zoe. You're, uh, you're pardoned. You're off the hook for your crime. Congratulations. Oh. Thank God, thank God. It feels so much better. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. It's a, it's a big relief. Uh, Jesse in Melbourne, what did you steal as a kid, Jesse? 
When I was in South Kenya, mind you, I've never admitted this until now. Yeah. I was probably about three or four years old. My kinder was having an Easter raffle, mm, yeah. and my friend and I stole the raffle basket because we wanted the chocolate in it so bad. Wow, that seems like a pretty... Uh, that's an Ocean's Eleven big theft. Yeah, that's a pretty big theft. How did you get away with it, Jesse? To be honest, I don't even remember. Yeah. All I can remember is kind of sneaking the chocolates like during nap time or something. <laughs> and yeah. Probably not my finest hour, let's no. be real. Well, I mean, look, there would have been, I can imagine there would have been big shock in the, the kinder classroom as they yes. draw out the raffle ticket yeah. and look back and the, the prize is missing. I can just imagine all the kids sitting on the carpet, the mm. teacher reading them a book, and then in the background, Jesse's yeah. dropping in from the roof Mission Impossible <laughs> style. <laughs> Picking up the basket, getting thrown out the window. Well, your pardon, Jesse. Uh, you can live a life free from the law now. Oh, thanks, guys. This was so much better getting it off my chest. And I think on a sidebar, Zach, speaking of Mission Impossible Ocean's Eleven, we could put a, uh, assemble a team of super criminals. Oh, yeah. Jesse can do that as a three-year-old. Imagine what she can do as an adult. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. I think everyone wants to strive for greatness in life. Yeah. And... We might be at this moment mm. the closest we've ever been. Two weeks ago, we learnt some very exciting information. Are you aware that they make heelys for adults? What the hell? No. They make adult sized shoes with wheels in the heel. We vowed we would get our hands on adult heelys, and the nation was behind us. Um, I actually loved Heelys. They're the best things I've ever owned, to be honest, as a kid. You can, like, live your midlife crisis. Buy Heelys. That's all I can say is buy Heelys. Unfortunately, we did run into some hurdles. Apparently, according to our sources, there are no adult Heelys for sale in Australia. But last week, Heelys reached out and said they knew how to get some adult Heelys into the country. Are you telling me seriously by this time tomorrow night I won't be walking down the hallway of this station but Why wheeling? would you walk anymore ever in your life? So Once true. you've got a wheel in your heel, you heel to places, Dom. Dom, a delivery that was made to the radio station today is in my hands. What? I'm going to bring this around to you. I'm going to show you what this is. Tell everyone what is currently on your lap. My goodness. I can see wheels, I can see hinges, I see a shoe, and they're all connected to each other. Bring them out! What do you have oh in front of you? Oh my gosh, it's an adult Healy! That <laughs> is the last shoe you are ever going to wear in your <laughs> life! You um, have got Healy's! Unbelievable! Unbelievable! This is... Firstly, can I just say, this is a much more solidly built shoe than I expected, but the wheel is, I mean, it's it, it's not, never been wheeled before this year. This is brand new out of the box. Yep. Can I try this on? You're going to try it on, Dom. Up next, we're going to go out into the hallway. Yep. You, we are going to broadcast someone healing for the mm. first time. Amazing. I have been practicing on my healies this afternoon. I sure. am happy to give you a lesson. Yeah. If you go to our Instagram, at Collective Now, we'll be broadcasting live in a couple of minutes. Dom, <laughs> you put those on. Um, we'll go into the hallway. Yeah. A live healing up next. Do you just want to have a listen to the wheel spin? Yeah, let's Let do me that. spin the wheel. Can you hear that? 
That's the wheel on the bottom of the shoe I'm about to oh, wear. This radio show spinning, spinning <laughs> wheels and spinning tunes. <laughs> All right, get me ready, Zach. Let's go Healy after this. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you ever wanted Healy's as a kid and you didn't have them, the shoe with wheels in a heel, we are here to live out your childhood dream. Dom, I am currently in the hallway after weeks of tracking down adult-sized Heelys. We finally have them. I've had a bit of a go at Heelying this afternoon. You have never put Heelys on in your lifetime. You're going to come out in the hallway, and hopefully, here's the plan, hopefully we are going to broadcast somebody (laughs) Heelying for the very first time. Okay, I'm just standing up in these Heelys. I feel a little bit like a bird, you know, trying to fly for the first time. Yeah, well, come out of the nest, mate. You come out of the nest into the hallway and let's witness you soar. Okay. What's your first impressions? It's a little bit like wearing high heels, very mild high heels, because you do have a wheel in the heel, but not in the toe. Okay, so right now I am doing not what Heelys are invented for. I'm walking somewhat flat-footed. Yeah, but that's the beautiful thing about them. You can walk yes, or glide. That's true. Yep. I've, I'm ready to glide. I'm ready for my first gliding we lesson. We are live on Instagram at the moment if yep. you search for Collective Noun. Sure. Now, Don, um, would you like to know how I've picked up healing this yeah. afternoon? I'm not sure if this is officially how you do it, but this is how <laughs> I've been gliding around. Sure, what do you got? What you do is you put... Your left foot out. Yep. Are you left or right-handed? Uh, right-handed. Okay. I think you put your left foot out and rest it on the heel. Yep. Right. And then with your back foot, you mm. push off the toe. So you push forward and then yep. you go both heels. So it's like this. <laughs> and that, can you hear it? I can. Is, is that the sound yeah. of pure happiness? I've just seen you glide as gracefully as I've ever seen anything. It's probably the most graceful thing I've seen in my life. Okay. Um, I'm now, going to admit, Dom, we are getting some comments on Instagram and people... Yeah. What are we, what are well, we getting? Well, they're not super... Yeah. They're not super hopeful that you'll be able to do this. Well, we haven't filled out a risk assessment. I'm wearing no protective gear. A, a few people have suggested it could result in injury. <laughs> it could do. It could do. But let's give it a countdown. All right. Let's this see is Dom trying to Healy for the very first okay. time. Okay. In five, <laughs> four, three, mm. two, one... Whoa, jeez, that was not a good oh, first attempt. He was shaky it was on a bit of a stumble, bit of a stumble on the first one. But I believe we'll be able to broadcast okay, come on. a successful healing. Right. Uh, what was the problem there? You lent too far forward, I, I think. I think I lent too far forward and I panicked. It's a little bit I counterintuitive because most of yeah. the time you try wheeled sports, they yes. usually always say don't lean back too much. But you kind of have to lean back right. for healing. Second attempt here, Zach. I reckon I can get this. Here okay, we go. Make sure you stay on those heels. Here we go. Oh, boy, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. He's getting 30 seconds at a time. He kind of looks like someone going around the edge. If you can do a meter, I'll say you're successful. A a meter? All right, let me go back to the starting line. You need a bigger run-up. Get a bigger run-up. Come on, here we go. Here we go. He's basically just walking at the moment. Yeah. No, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm I'm like rollerblading. (laughs) He's basically rollerblading, but I can see the joy in his eyes, and I believe, I believe in his heart, he's healing. Oh my gosh! He's doing it! it. He's doing it! I'm doing it! We're on another level! I'm doing it! We are no longer mere humans! We are healing! We are healing throughout the station! Down the hallways! Tom's gone down! He's fallen over! But it doesn't matter! Where we're going, there are no injuries! Because we have wheels in our heels! Zach, we're still two and a half months away from Easter, um, but Easter chocolate's already all in the shops. Obviously, hot cross buns right after Christmas. As of the past week or two, have you been seeing these, the Easter bunnies, Easter eggs everywhere? Yeah, have you seen them? I've been eating a whole lot of hot cross buns. Yeah. Well, I, I knew, I, like, I was in the shops today, and look what I saw out already. 
right? Uh, what, it's a bunny, Kinder Surprise Bunny. A Kinder Surprise Bunny. And I saw that I didn't there. even know those existed. No, they, they do exist. And they're, out, they're on shelves already in January. It looks like the bunny is holding hmm. a normal-sized Kinder Surprise. Yeah, well in, You know, kind of... Uh, in front of itself. So yeah. it's like probably twice, three times the size of a normal Kinder Surprise. I reckon four times, yeah, personally. And anyway, I saw this today, and I know what you're like, and people have heard the show before. Yeah. They know that Zach issues me eating challenges all the time, and it's a bit a bit zany, and I knew you. I knew you'd be like, how crazy would it be if Dom ate one of these on the show in January? <laughs> I knew that's what you think. Uh, and so, and so you know on. what? I'm a, I'm a good sport. No, I'm hang a good on. Sport. Wait, yeah. are you... All right, this, start the count. This, sounds, I'll eat, like, I'll eat this it. sounds like just a construction for you to eat Kinder Surprise. Okay, he's opened it. This isn't an what? eating challenge. This no one's finds <laughs> oh, this entertaining. Very funny. All right, I'll do it, Zach. I'm happy to do it. You no one's that. asking you to do it. We're not, okay, he's just woofed into the. He's mm. he's just eaten the bunny pretty much in one bite. The things I do for this show, I okay. make an idiot of myself. Okay, you understand that. This wasn't an eating challenge. No one asked you to do this. You have just bought yourself a large Kinder Surprise chocolate and you are... I'm going as fast as I can. Calm down. You're eating it of your own volition and volunteering as much. Okay. This is now just Tommy's (laughs) Kinder Surprise bunny Mm. live on the radio. (laughs) Where are you? Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. If we, uh, he's actually got a bit of a choking hazard now, which <laughs> I'm not sure if you're actually going to be able to eat this. Oh, he's thrown the toy to me. What is the toy? That's the big suspense. That's what everyone's asking. Mm. Uh, it is uh, some type of duck, I believe. So that's a bit of fun. There you go. There you go, Zach. I ate the kind of surprise yep. it, buddy. Pretty zany. Uh, and what are you going to do so for zany. your next challenge? Are you, you know, someone going to challenge you? Maybe <laughs> you've got another one. <laughs> i got a second one. Don't, don't, oh, don't fine. Eat. I'll eat a second one. I'll eat a second one. If you insist. This has already gone long enough. what I'm doing for the show. Yeah, tune in next week as Dom <laughs> takes a holiday on behalf of everyone. <laughs> oh, what will he do next? <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. To the show before you know, each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, aka the Collected Noun Forum, aka the happiest place on the internet. And it is so easy to get in. All you have to do: search for Collected Noun on iTunes, leave a five star rating. That's your ticket price in. All it's going to cost you. Once you've left the rating, write whatever you want in the review: a question, a story, whatever it might be, and you can come in and enjoy the Collective Noun Forum, Zach. Who do we have frolicking this um, fine evening? Well, let's welcome in Rita Z95 through those glorious turnstiles. You notice the upgrade I made to the turnstiles there? No. Uh, just a uh, gold coat now on the turnstiles. Just, uh, just a classy way to enter the forum. Do they sound different? Uh, no, no, no. Just same, just, same sound. Yeah. Just gold coating. I would have thought that the gold coating would change the sound. Uh, no, I, I requested the sound remain the same. It's the request of who? The engineers. I said to the engineers, the engineers, yeah, who who were putting the gold plating on. I said, "Make I, I want them to look better." Yeah, but that sound is the, sorry. Iconic. So the engineers were putting the gold plating on. Yeah, is that not what engineers do? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think so. I, I don't some, think I don't think that's a part of their job. My friend Brad's an engineer. Well, and, they design the stuff. Well, sometimes he talks about what he does, and I just glaze over. Yeah, I don't really know what. What an type engineer of engineer? Does. There's a lot of different types. Oh, you don't mechanical, know. maybe. Yeah, that's one. <laughs> Uh, Brad doesn't listen to this, thankfully, otherwise he'd be offended by that. Um... Well, I have a friend who's an environmental engineer. Okay. And they have to go to farms and do smell tests. Okay. To figure out whether or not they're emitting uh, 
hazardous odors, I guess. Really? But you have to do stuff like you have to cleanse your palate (laughs) before you go there. And you have to um, calibrate your nose. Oh, that sounds fun. So there's like a, there's a test that you do and you have to figure out if your nose is correctly calibrated. Jeez. Can we find that nose calibration test? I'd love to do Uh, it. Well, we're not bringing them in here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'd love to do that though, wouldn't uh, you? Not after you've had uh, <laughs> well, not after the butter chicken I milk. had. Well, the butter chicken I had last night. I'm telling you what, that would have been a that would have needed they a could, nose calibration. Yeah, there would have been a few environmental engineers around the city just going. <laughs> oh, something's a bit off. Uh, anyway, look, Rita Z95. Uh, it's just touching on the fainting stories we've been talking about over the past uh, week or so on the show. Uh, they said that they're a really bad fainter. Uh, they've listed some of the things that have made them faint. The sight of blood, uh, the sight of needles, branding of cattle and horses. I mean, that... Uh, yeah, that'll uh, do it. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, piercings, and apparently they once also fainted when they tripped over. Although the worst is they said they have history of fainting when they hear people talking about fainting. Oh, that's so, so good. <laughs> so they've actually skipped over that whole segment. Fair enough. They, they just saw that in the description and thought, I'm skipping straight past this. Yeah, I guess um, it's a little bit like vomiting. People say that, don't they? Oh, 100%. Once yep. one person starts. I'm a sympathetic vomiter. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I haven't vomited in about 12 years. Mm. But even, well, that doesn't sound like you're... <laughs> no, but back, I used to be. Yeah. The, the smell of it. You're scared of vomiting now, aren't you? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, quite terrified. Hope I don't have to ever again. No, nothing like a good vom. Really? Mm. Well, you feel because so, you feel so bad beforehand and you feel so good afterwards. Yeah, but the taste. I mean, unless you got no, some... No, you, you don't taste it. Oh, I used to taste it. Yeah, I mean, when you were younger, time. you did. When you're younger, but as an adult, I don't feel like you do. Okay. All right. Well, I'll let you know when I next have one. I'll keep you posted. Because you're able to, um, when did I vomit? See, I've always said I'd rather, like, I don't mind gastro the other way. It's <laughs> okay. Well, now <laughs> oh, this is, no, I'm just saying, I'm it saying, was, I felt like we're on the edge. No, no, no. When I brought up vomit, I, I was yeah. like, I'll bring up vomit, but sure. I think we're really teetering on the edge. <laughs> okay. When, when the term goes, <laughs> I don't mind the other end. No, I didn't. I said gastro the other way. I never said other end. You, you implied that. What I'm saying is I would take five days of gastro that way. Then one day of gastro both ends mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. That's just, that, that's the ratio that I've worked out of my head. And, I remember yeah. when I was vomiting. Sure. It was on the plane just a few weeks ago. Okay. That was the last vomit I had. Interesting. Uh, Into one of the bags? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, a couple as well. So, oh. And you can't, the bag, and tune out if you don't want <laughs> graphic details. Sure. The bag is like quite warm. Oh, Zach. Okay. Well, because it's been in your body and your body's obviously quite warm. Read a Z95 when they popped into the forum. Probably was thinking maybe we'll just have a quick answer about fainting. This has really gone up and down, hasn't it? Because I was angry at you for being too (laughs) crass, and then you were angry at me for being too detailed. Yeah, look, I mean, I understand it like any theme park. Occasionally, bodily fluids get involved. Vomit is what we deal with that in the theme park every now and then. Unfortunately, Um, most of the time it's at my afternoon matinee performances. Not at the roller oh, coasters. Is that, is that the reviews that you're getting? Oh, look, we, we have had to it, install spew bags in the theatre, unfortunately. <laughs> Apparently, when I hit that high note in uh, <laughs> Just Haven't Met You Yet, my Michael Bublé cover, yeah. that's uh, that's when the spew bags come out. It's a bit of a shame. Yep. It's unfortunate. But, you know, if you if you close your eyes, it almost sounds like people applauding. Yep. So I, well, I mean, it's it. hard for me because I don't know if you're doing a good job or bad job because yep. that's my reaction to Bublé anyway. <laughs> So, I mean, if you're getting that reaction, I'm like, congratulations, you're just as good as the man himself. Zach wasn't sick on the plane. He was just, he was listening to the plane radio and they they played a Buble song. Smooth FM, unfortunately. (laughs) You were gone. You're out of there. Uh, All right. Well, look, let's move straight on from bodily fluid chat into Tony Delroy. 
uh, who just has a, I mean, this is another a much more pleasant sort of fluid chat Thank here. You. Uh, they have a complaint to make to maintenance. Yeah. Um, you, okay. Well, we'll take those. Uh, apparently the LA Ice Cola pool has been running out of LA Ice Cola. Mm. Um, have you heard about this? Have you been down there today? Well, it's a problem we have quite often because people can't resist drinking it. No. I, wasn't it always your dream to swim in a pool of soft drink? No, no. For me, it was uh, chocolate milk. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Why is that? There's bad? something about milk that I don't really want to sleep in because it's like... In um, the sun. Yeah, it's in the sun. Yeah. And it's kind of like you can't... Uh, like, uh, what do I mean? It's kind of like muddy. That would remind me of mud too much. Right, okay. I'm thinking more like... um. Uh, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. You know, the Chocolate River? Yeah. I'm thinking that, yeah, well, but a little Yeah, well, that looking. looks more like mud than chocolate <laughs> well, milk. That's true. And what would you yeah. do? Would you just go dive in mouth open? No, I've thought about this. Yeah. Snorkel. Point it you down. Point, get snorkel. a snorkel, point it down. <laughs> Mega He's <straw>. a genius. <laughs> I love how you don't... No idea what an engineer does. <laughs> But you have thought about how <laughs> how you would most effectively drink chocolate yeah. milk out of a pool. Yeah, well, I, no, seriously, I don't understand why people don't do this. I mean, I, I guess I do. But it quite a snorkel becomes a straw very quickly with the right. Well, the rotation. issue is it's mm. a lot of the time with a snorkel. Yeah, it's uh, kind of molded that way. Well, so how yeah. would you turn it? Oh, would, you, would you have your head upside down? Maybe I'd have to get it custom made. I could put my. I could do like you could Spider-Man. Backstro- back, yeah, backstroke. You know Spider-Man's kiss yeah. in the first Spider-Man movie yeah. when he's hanging off the wall. Yeah. I could go on the jumping blocks of the pool and yeah. lower my head in, sort yep. of like that. Well, that's easier than my suggestion of backstroke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair point. Either that or just bring curly straws and sit by the side of the pool. Yeah. So, what soft drinks would you swim in? in a- uh, well, when I was a kid, yeah, and I have to. When you're a kid, you're not as wise as you are when as an adult. Sure. As a kid, it was always Coke. Yeah, okay. But I didn't know about LA Ice then. Yeah, you hadn't tasted the, the glory. And so these days, obviously, LA Ice. Yeah, understandably. I mean, the issue, obviously, with swimming in LA Ice, it would need to be an indoor pool. Because I'm worried if it was outdoors, it would go above room temperature. Mm. And I mean, we're not like, th- this is a misconception with LA Ice Cola. It has to be consumed at room temperature. That's not saying warm. No. It's got to be flat room temperature. Which is kind of on the cool side of warm, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, I guess it depends when you're having it in the year. But yeah. Well, I mean, look, we can, we'll send the maintenance crew down to fill up the LA Ice Cola pool. Mm. Uh, probably my fault. Because I did get in there with the snorkel this morning. You did. You've had the snorkel out. <laughs> That's what's occurred down there. Uh, that is all we've got time for in the forum tonight. If you do want to be a part of it, we would love to have you on board. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating is your admission price in. Write whatever you want in the review. And we'll read it out next time on the show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Our middle children have been snubbed again in another scientific report. You see these uh, stories come out every now and then that the eldest born in the family is most likely to do this. Or you, You've seen these stories around a bit, I'm guessing, before. Yeah. Um, well, there's a new one today which says uh, from a, U- a university in Edinburgh that the firstborn in the family is most likely to be smarter than their siblings. That's the, the state of this command. Yeah, firstborn's most uh, highest IQ. Yep. They say the well, firstborn has. You, what are you, middle child, are you? Middle child, yeah. 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 Where do you fall in your family? Three or four. Three or four. So you're in the middle as well. We're yeah, bo- the we, middle two. In the middle, right? Now, I feel like, and I wanted to go searching for this to see if I was right. I feel like when these stories come out, the middle child never goes well. I feel like I've seen a lot of good stories about being the eldest mm-hmm. or being the youngest. Yep. I've done some research to check this up. So I found over the past 12 months alone... There have been news stories from various scientific reports 
saying that the oh, the firstborn child is most likely to be the most intelligent, mm-hmm. have the best employment prospects, yep. the best mental health, yep. the most likely to be very wealthy, yep. um, better personalities all around. I don't know how they judge that one. Yeah. They just go out for dinner with them. Anyway. Yeah, well, they just uh, survey your friends, I think. Uh, <laughs> and most good looking. So that's all the stuff that the firstborn child in the family is most likely to Pretty have. Pretty good rap. Pretty good. Uh, the youngest in the family, who, which I think also does pretty well in these studies often. Last oh, you're telling months, us. <laughs> last 12 months again, Zach, youngest sibling is most likely to be the most adventurous, yep. the funniest, the happiest, the best at making friends, the most creative, and the real kicker, most likely to be the parent's favorite child. Yep. Well, so that's, that's true in your family, isn't it? That is. Isn't that pretty public knowledge that Hudson, the youngest, is the favorite? Oh, certainly mum's favorite. Mum's loved Hudson. Or is Hudson. that something you told me off air? <laughs> Oh, no, no. That's been a thing. Yeah, okay. It's pretty yeah, public. That's pretty public. Yeah. So the firstborn child and the, the lastborn child come out pretty well in these scientific studies. Do you know, in that 12-month period where I found all of those different studies, I found one study that references middle children. And what's that? Middle children. This is from university in, in the US. Middle children are most likely to become criminals. Yep. <laughs> It's not looking good. That's all that middle children have compared yeah. to all the other ones. If you're firstborn or lastborn, that's all that they have. Hmm. Now I've got my own scientific theory that I've developed off the back of this. Yeah. Would well, you call it science? Oh, uh, you know, and I think it's pretty close. Yep. I've looked at data and I made a theory. That's what they do, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, my theory is this, that all scientists are first or lastborn children. Okay. I don't think there's any middle-born children scientists. Why this... is that? But no, this is a, a, what? a pretty big misunderstanding. <laughs> what do you mean? They're not skewing the oh, results right. towards things that... Yeah. It, uh, are beneficial to them. Tell me. But why yeah. would that be beneficial to them anyway? Because it makes them feel good about themselves no, at, family, at Christmas lunch. What? Because they're more likely to succeed. It oh, actually might make that... them feel bad about themselves if they're, yeah. if they're not, you know, the best looking or the best personality are or whatever in their me? family. They might be like, well, I should be. That makes me feel bad. If you're a scientist yeah. and you do this study, the first one in the family, mm. you're not going to bring up with your siblings at Christmas lunch. Hey, did you see the study I did says that firstborn most likely to have the best personalities? Uh, of course you are. Well, I'm not saying whether or not they would are. do that, but uh, what it's I'm garbage. saying is they don't know the result when they go in to do the study. Yeah, no, I, I think they've skewed it. Right. I, there's not like, okay, are you telling me seriously, you think that the firstborn gets all those advantages, the lastborn gets all their advantages and us middle children only are most likely to be criminals? Yeah. You think that's scientifically legitimate? Uh, I don't think any of it's really scientifically legitimate. <laughs> Actually, when I did print the story, our producer Michael, who got it from the website, said nothing on this website looks legitimate to me. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Lots of big shows started this week. My Kitchen Rules, Married mm. at First Sight, everyone's been talking about them. Yep. Even I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here is kicking around as well. Yeah, the, the big three shows on at the moment. Yeah, All well, the talk. I'm disappointed that I've heard pretty much nothing Mm. about the biggest show to drop this week. There's a bigger show than those three? Yeah, coming out tomorrow night. Guess what? Gardening Australia returns for 2019 this Friday night. (laughs) Yeah, baby! GA is back! All right, well, look, if you are new to the show, Zach, despite not even being 30 yet, is obsessed with gardening, and his favourite show is ABC's, I think, pensioner-aimed program, Gardening Australia. Yeah, I watched over 60 hours of Gardening <laughs> Australia last year. Hey, yeah. Costa, what's coming up this week? Millie's going to give you the lowdown on sunflowers. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> what's Tino up to? Tino's going to give you tips for dealing with steep slopes. <laughs> well, it doesn't particularly apply to me, but I always love to see Tino's stories. And yeah. uh, anything subtropical? Josh is planting subtropical herbs. Yeah, thought he would be. That's such a Josh <laughs> thing to do. 
And how about yourself, Costa? I mean, you can't just host the show. You've got to do a story as well. I get to hang out with some kids that are absolutely rocking the local compost. Yeah, rock and roll, baby! Gardening Australia's back on TV! <laughs> do you know, I reckon when their ratings come through each week that that show's on, they're like, there's one viewer under 60. Does yep. anyone know where this has come from? It must be an anomaly. And he's watching every episode six times. <laughs> What's going on? Let's so give it a plug. What time is it on? Do you know? I don't know. I watch it on Catch Up. <laughs> okay, well, big Friday night in for you and your wife then tomorrow uh, night. Just go on ABC's... <laughs> yep. What's the app? iView. iView. Search yeah, for iView. Yeah, Gardening Australia. They've yep. got a lot of the past seasons there. <laughs> okay. Really bury yourself in it. <laughs> so we've got time for tonight and for the week. We'll see you Monday at 11. Bye! <laughs> From Collective Noun, grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.